Section 45 of Letters to His Children by Theodore Roosevelt. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Bill Mosley, Llano County, Texas, USA. What the President Saw at Panama. USS Louisiana at sea, November 20th, 1906. Dear Kermit, Our visit to Panama was most successful as well as most interesting. We were there three days, and we worked from morning till night. The second day I was up at a quarter to six, and got to bed at a quarter of twelve, and I do not believe that in the intervening time, save when I was dressing, there were ten consecutive minutes when I was not busily at work in some shape or form. For two days there were uninterrupted tropic rains without a glimpse of the sun, and the Chagre River rose in a flood higher than any for fifteen years, so that we saw the climate at its worst. It was just what I desired to do. It certainly adds to one's pleasure to have read history and to appreciate the picturesque, when on wednesday we approached the coast and the jungle-covered mountains looked clearer and clearer until we could see the surf beating on the shores while there was hardly a sign of human habitation i kept thinking of the four centuries of wild and bloody romance mixed with abject squalor and suffering which had made up the history of the isthmus until three years ago i could see Balboa crossing at Darien, and the wars between the Spaniards and the Indians, and the settlement and the building up of the quaint, walled Spanish towns, and the trade across the seas by galleon, and over the land by pack train and river canoe, in gold and silver, in precious stones, and then the advent of the buccaneers and of the English seamen of Drake and Frobisher, and morgan and many many others and the wild destruction they wrought then i thought of the rebellion against the spanish dominion and the uninterrupted and bloody wars that followed the last occurring when i became president wars the victorious heroes of which have their pictures frescoed on the quaint rooms of the palace at panama city and in similar palaces in all capitals of these strange, turbulent, little, half-caste civilizations. Meanwhile, the Panama Railroad had been built by Americans over a half-century ago, with appalling loss of life, so that it is said, of course with exaggeration, that every sleeper laid represented the death of a man. Then the French Canal Company started work, and for two or three years did a good deal, until it became evident that the task far exceeded its powers, and then, to miscalculation and inefficiency, was added the hideous greed of adventurers, trying each to save something from the general wreck, and the company closed with infamy and scandal. Now we have taken hold of the job. We have difficulties with our own people, of course, I haven't a doubt that it will take a little longer and cost a little more than men now appreciate. 
but I believe that the work is being done with a very high degree both of efficiency and honesty, and I am immensely struck by the character of American employees who are engaged not merely in superintending the work but in doing all the jobs that need skill and intelligence the steam shovels the dirt trains the machine shops and the like are all filled with american engineers conductors machinists boilermakers carpenters from the top to the bottom these men are so hardy so efficient so energetic that it is a real pleasure to look at them. Stevens, the head engineer, is a big fellow, a man of daring and good sense, and burly power. All of these men are quite as formidable, and would, if it were necessary, do quite as much in battle as the crews of Drake and Morgan, but, as it is, they are doing a work of infinitely more lasting consequence. Nothing whatever remains to show what Drake and Morgan did. They produced no real effect down here, but Stevens and his men are changing the face of the continent, are doing the greatest engineering feat of the ages, and the effect of their work will be felt while our civilization lasts. I went over everything that I could possibly go over in the time at my disposal. I examined the quarters of married and single men, white men, and negroes. I went over the ground of the Gatun and La Boca dams, went through Panama and Cologne, and spent a day in the Culebra Cut, where the great work is being done. There the huge steam shovels are hard at it, scooping huge masses of rock and gravel and dirt previously loosened by the drillers and dynamite blasters, loading it on trains which take it away to some dump, either in the jungle or where the dams are to be built. They are eating steadily into the mountain, cutting it down and down. Little tracks are laid on the side hills, rocks blasted out, and the great 95-ton steam shovels work up like mountain howitzers until they come to where they can with advantage begin their work of eating into and destroying the mountainside. With intense energy, men and machines do their task, the white men supervising matters and handling the machines, while the tens of thousands of black men do the rough manual labor where it is not worth while to have machines do it. It is an epic feat, and one of immense significance. The deluge of rain meant that many of the villages were knee-deep in water, while the flooded rivers tore through the tropic forests. It is a real tropic forest. Palms, bananas, breadfruit trees, bamboos, lofty ciabas, and gorgeous butterflies and brilliant colored birds fluttering among the orchids. There are beautiful flowers, too. All my old enthusiasm for natural history seemed to revive, and I would have given a good deal to have stayed and tried to collect specimens. It would be a good hunting country, too. Deer, and now and then jaguars and tapir, and great birds that they call wild turkeys. There are alligators in the rivers. 
one of the trained nurses from a hospital went to bathe in a pool last august and an alligator grabbed him by the legs and was making off with him but was fortunately scared away leaving the man badly injured i tramped everywhere through the mud mother did not do the roughest work and had time to see more of the really picturesque and beautiful side of the life and really enjoyed herself p s the gatun dam will make a lake miles long and the railroad now goes on what will be the bottom of this lake and it was curious to think that in a few years great ships would be floating in water one hundred feet above where we were end of section forty five